0: Hey everybody, and welcome to the Sunny Sixteen podcast. Uh, my name is Aid, and I have been thoroughly refreshed by catching up with my friends in the analog photo community this weekend. Uh, the Analog Spotlight—it was an awesome time, uh, and uh, well, we may, may may chat about that a little bit in a minute. Uh, Graham, you're with us today. How are you? <laughs>
1: Wow, what a, what an introduction. Graham, you're with us today. That's okay, the I meant as opposed
0: to some others who are not with us. Oh, so, God, yeah, the slack. So let me try that one again. <laughs> Graham, my good buddy and co host. How the devil are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you, Aid. Yeah, um, I'm all good. Yeah, as you said, unlike the other two slackers who just can't be bothered for various, actually, quite good reasons to be here. Um, yeah, I'm still uh, both on a bit of a high and also still slightly knackered from uh, our fantastic day out on Saturday. Um, but, yeah, it was great. What a good time.
0: It was indeed. It was indeed. Uh, so much so that we haven't been able to leave all of it behind, have we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we we very much have not. Um, it was one of the things that we, we kind of... We went there with... Well, we didn't really have a plan because we didn't know quite how it was going to be in this space. But we had all our recording equipment with us. and thought, well, maybe we can record stuff with people during the day or maybe catch people in the evening. And the day was just so busy that that was just a non-starter. And when the evening came round... Most of the cool people just did one left. So, so <laughs> as, as listeners this may know by now, because I might have put this out already, we did get to have a chat with the organisers and the lovely people who were left in the evening. But there was a whole raft of amazing people who we didn't get to have a proper sit down and chat to. So over the next few weeks, prepare yourself for a barrage of that. But we're starting with, I mean, dare I say a classic <laughs> a classic of the film photography community. Um, uh, a welcome return after a, I don't even know how long, a very long a time. A long time. A long time to Sam Cornwell, the man, the solar can man. Man, solar can man.
2: <laughs> Sam, welcome back to the show. Hello, guys. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, hello, Graham. Hello, Ed. <laughs> Thank you for having me back on. I've been dying to come back on for so long. So it was a joy to be invited back. Uh,
1: today. It was really no, lovely
2: to see, to see you. you.
0: Yeah. Great to see. You. And it was good to see you on Saturday of the week, uh, yeah, as well. Uh look, look, it was my first look in 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 the flesh as it were at, at uh, the the new product in development. It looked very impressive and I look forward to hearing
2: more about it over the next uh discussion. Yeah, it, uh you can say it, you can say what it's called. It's uh, it's, yeah, it's stop fucking around word, <laughs> It's the Solarcan puck. There that's right, the puck. Uh, gosh, what a name! Hey, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> it's really travelled though. It's travelled incredibly well. Yeah, the solar can puck. We we introduced it. We went to the Analog Spotlight with the intention of uh, reminding people that Solarcan existed, and for the launch of Solarcan puck, uh, which. Uh, the Kickstarter finishes in five days' time, uh, or probably four days by the time mm-hmm. this episode goes out, I guess. Uh, so it was very good timing. Uh, we wanted to get feedback from everyone and uh, just uh, raise everyone's excitement a bit and show our uh, promise that we're going to be delivering in a couple of months. And we're very excited mm. with what the community is going to feedback and show us with what they've created. Because let me tell you, it's addictive. I can completely
1: <laughs> see that. I can completely see that. So, there are there are probably people listening to this who don't have the first idea. Well, I start off with explaining Solarcan. I'm sure most people know that, but tell people what Solarcan is, and then tell them what the puck is and why the puck is so awesome. Because I'm super excited about
2: it. <laughs> uh, okay, so SolarCAN was started five years ago uh, in Hoiken, in the Scottish borders by myself and it was an idea to take uh, the traditional solography techniques and turn it into a, an all-in-one product that was inexpensive, easy to use and accessible that anybody could take their hands off, uh, hands on and uh, create solographs. So a solograph is an extreme time exposure photograph of the sun so it's the sun's path going through the sky and that's what the solar can does the unusual thing about solar can and what makes it quite distinctive is it looks like in a drink like a foster's it looks like a Foster's. it's about the same size but it's silver it has a solar can branding on it of course and uh, it's a very simple contraption in all senses of the term it is a camera but the world's simplest camera uh, i defy anyone uh, to show me a more simple camera that would uh, be able to create an image and it's done i guess well in those five years it's uh, slowly had an upwards trajectory of popularity and uh, community users from all over the world who have shared uh, their images with us and we've shared them in turn with the rest of the community and it's just ballooned nicely from there so that's the solar can which we now refer to as the solar can classic so we don't get confused <laughs> uh, and on the on the fifth anniversary of us launching the original kickstarter we launched a brand new product called the solar can puck uh, which is a much smaller easier to use dare i say prettier less obtrusive infinitely reusable i think that's everyone's favorite part a uh, solography camera so to capture extreme time exposures of the sun that's
1: for yeah, is that so, that so
2: you,
0: you've met your own challenge then haven't you and you said yeah, you defy anybody to make something simpler than a solar can I and mean, now you've made the puck which is even simpler <laughs> and reusable
2: i hadn't thought of that but yes thank <laughs> very much i'll use that in future interviews thank you <laughs> so uh, yeah
1: when I first heard you talking, uh, whether it was, the, maybe it was at the photography show last year, or I can't remember where it was, but about this idea of making a smaller um, smaller camera, in my head, I had this idea of basically something that was like the solar can, so like a beer can, but smaller and working in the same way. So I was thinking like a film canister kind of shaped thing with a hole in it. and it kind of, But it's not. The puck is... It, it, well, the name puck really does quite a lot of the heavy lifting in the description there really doesn't it
2: <laughs> yeah it gives it away uh we experimented uh over over years different contraptions different vessels uh, to create a solography camera or some sort of success for, successor maybe or uh, a ve- uh, a variation to what the soda can was we had the soda can colors a couple of years ago which was a slight variation and uh, a prettier theme uh, which well, we won't go into, it, I guess. Uh, but yes, for example, I experimented, experimented with film canisters. I've got a, some, a few prototype uh, called. They're called tenuously the Itsy Beanie Teeny Weenie <laughs> Solar Can camera thingy. I think they're <laughs> called. I've, I've even got labels made up for them, but nobody's ever seen them. Uh,
1: How many times did it have to go around the product itself before we could get
2: that name out? <laughs> it looked good, I promise. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but one of the, uh, the, the vessels we tried using was, was the shape of what well, the pocket. So it's the, the shape of that vessel. And uh, we'd been practicing with it for about a year. Uh, I'd sent a few out of Christmas presents in 2019, I think, or 2018 uh, to a few friends. So there was only about a dozen made uh, to get feedback off them and try it myself, etc. Uh, all good fun. And then Black Friday came around last year. And I said to Gemma, who's full-time member of staff at soda can now, uh, I think for Black Friday we should give away some solar can pucks. We we should we should make this product. It didn't have a name, uh this this solar can tin, whatever it was, uh, for Black Friday. And uh we took some pretty photographs after we developed the name puck which was uh obvious once we figured out it just looked like a hockey puck but it was silver of course the original the uh, the beta which we call it now and we posted it on black friday uh as a sort of sale thing and it went ridiculously viral we weren't ready for the popularity uh and spread and power that the neighbor soda can had i guess and yeah we just weren't prepared for it we we expected to sell maybe if we were lucky 20 over the black friday weekend it was hundreds uh and that caused an additional problem because instead of just hand making a few for uh, a few of our long-term customers in our workshop. We had to up production values. We had to improve the quality of the product. We had to make a really nice manual for these things and uh, packaging, et cetera, and everything else that come come with that because of the viral success it had meant lots of bloggers and lots of important photographers, et cetera, would be receiving these. And we didn't want them to receive something that was just knocked up in a workshop just for a bit of fun for a Black Friday weekend. And we did that and I vowed that would be the end of that because I didn't want to eat into the soda can classic sales, which we, we love, we love the soda can classic. It's done well and it continues to do well. But then, uh, along came January, went on holiday. Uh, I told everyone it was to the latitude of Africa. That's another way of saying Lanzarote. (laughs) 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 I wanted to to say posh, sound posh. Uh, And I took one retail one with me, uh, one of these ones that I'd made, and I wanted to use it as a retail customer uh, would, and it was incredible. It was amazing. Just uh, I hadn't really given the respect it deserved as far as it could be a single day exposure camera. So uh, Mm -hmm. I popped out for three days because it came with three exposures uh, and it worked absolutely perfectly. I was able to leave it in unobtrusive places. Uh, I didn't need big cable ties to hold it in place. I didn't have to be worried that it would still be there the next day because of the size and the shape and, uh, and everything else that came with that. And uh, after a lot of soul searching, I decided, I think this is it. I think we're gonna have to really do this properly. Now, I'd always wanted to create the Soda Can Classic as a black reusable thing, uh, something like what you suggested. But I thought, I think we can do this properly with this smaller smaller, uh, tin uh so we prototyped and prototyped some more samples here and there all sorts of different things and got the right equipment and after several months we perfected what the puck was and what the puck is today and we were ready to uh promote it in the way we have and we felt it was really cool and because of that we launched the kickstarter in the way we did with that I don't know if you've seen the video, but a very fancy uh, video, which the guy who made the video, thank you very much, Chris Watkins, uh, his brief was make it look really cool. <laughs> and I, think he, I think he did a good good job. In in some respects, when I first saw it, I was like, I think he might be going a bit too far on the call. <laughs> <laughs> that said no one ever. Like really cool. <laughs> like, oh. uh, But I've really really fallen for it and i I, I love it and uh the more i use the puck and i've always got one out here or there and i'm collecting every single day i've had hundreds of results back and i'm always pleased and always learning new stuff um so i'm ready i'm ready for the release it's it's not as scary as i alluded to pre-show uh (laughs) in the fact i know i know what people i i already know the questions that are going to be uh coming back yeah. to me uh and the results people are going to go, uh, get uh, i'm excited for the experimentations people are going to do mm. uh, but i have got extreme confidence that anyone who picks one up is going to have a lot of fun yeah it is really really fun for example I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. I'm doing that thing again. You're fine, Sam. Keep going. That's what we're here for. Uh, 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 At the show, I took one to the kiln and I just installed it in the morning of the kiln and I took it down at the end of the day and it created this astounding image.
1: Yeah, you showed me. I gave you
2: a little sneak peek. Look at this. It
1: was awesome. So we should. we should describe it more because we've we kind of talked in general, so the solar can, as you said, was is a beer can-shaped can that you that has a sheet of photographic paper in it that you fix in place and you generally leave I mean you can leave it for as long as you want, but generally sort of weeks or months up to sort of six months or so, and, and it captures the path of the sun every day, and so you get these incredible pictures, and it also captures like a, a latent image of the scenery in front of it as well. Um yeah. and they're amazing and you are fantastic because you through the show SoloCan um, Instagram and Twitter feeds you're sharing people's work that they share as well and you're seeing amazing pictures um and that's fantastic uh where the puck is for, for me wins out is that it doesn't require you to be patient for six months <laughs> because no. as you said it's a one day exposure I'm sure you could do more than one day but why would you when one day is all you have to and it is um a puck shaped It's slightly smaller than like a um, old fashioned uh, shoe wax can, isn't it? It's quite small, um, black plastic. Uh, It looks really nice. looks just a really neat little unit. You can put it in your pocket and um, it has, it takes paper discs that sit in there. So your pictures are all going to be circular and um, yeah, you just stick it up where you want to get a picture for the day and you get the sun trail and you get the latent image and it, it looks awesome. And as you said, that that proof of it working just from the fact that you stuck up in the morning at the kiln and at the end of the day you had this great picture looking out across the rooftops. It was fantastic.
2: Really fun. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, it's, it's metal. So, metal. Oh, it's metal, plastic. is it? Sorry. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I actually metal. held
1: it. I looked at it. I admired it. I don't think you let me touch it, though.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe <laughs> I'm very precious. Uh, but it's got, uh, it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful looking design. Mm. So it's it's debossed into it. So rather than any stickers or anything like that, it's actually built into the actual yes. product itself. Uh, a band goes around it. So mm-hmm. that, that's the we repurposed uh the Live Strong arm um, wristbands. You might remember Livestrong, uh the 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 charity wristbands, the yellow ones that everyone used to wear. Uh we if you could imagine one of those but black, and instead of Livestrong Strong on it, it says science experiment do not touch <laughs> and it's got a uh, great message too very uh, <laughs> yeah, good i want it, to it, wear got... that
1: all day every day <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah Gemma says she will as well so <laughs> it's got uh, a ring around on the inside so it uh it clamps on to the uh the edge of the puck and uh makes it water resistant mm-hmm. uh because the the vessel itself Isn't water resistant over long periods of time. So you can do simple experiments by holding it under the tap But with these bands on makes it water resistant and we love the uh, the addition of the science experiment Do not touch because that mirrors our cable ties that we have as a solar can classic And we think it's kind of cool to be able to actually wear it as a wristband if you if you you're that way Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty cool anyway Uh, So that's a, a smart thing and Yes, it had they come with nine exposures. So every single one you get nine exposures to get you started The reason nine no one's asked. I'm desperate <laughs> to tell the answer Ask me. Sam, why is it nine Sam? Let me tell you eight. I'm really <laughs> glad you've asked me <laughs> Because uh, I could get nine circles out of a ten by eight sheet of paper and, ah. uh, so, so my initial tests were using ten by eight paper and uh, yeah, I could get nine out of uh, as a maximum. There's a, a fair bit of wastage, uh, and I actually have several boxes of uh, darkroom paper, black and white darkroom paper, which are just the 10 by eight paper with nine circles cut out of it. If any adventurous, or uh, creative photographic artists, that listen to this and think I've got a great idea for you. Uh, <laughs> please get in touch, and I've got a box to send to you to create something absolutely incredible with regards to silography. Or I've, tr- I've tried experiment. This is maybe a conversation another day, but I've uh, I've tried uh, grinding it up. I've tried uh, removing the resin from the paper. I've tried. Uh, blending it and turning it back, back into photographic paper with some sort sort of uh, use. And I, I, I've had some tenuous results. This is... Uh, nothing perfect yet, but it, this is well off topic, but it's this really is... exciting.
1: Resin-coated <laughs> paper, though, Sam? Yeah, well, it, yes. <laughs> so, so when you blend it, you very much are destroying that coat. <laughs> well,
2: yes. <laughs> you, you, you can peel most of the paper off it. Uh-huh. Uh, and... Uh, So if you you leave it in water for long, apparently there is a way to peel off the resin. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know yet. I've not experimented enough. I was hoping someone else with a bit more knowledge would be able to lend a hand or or have a go. But uh, I I just wanted to see if I could just simply blend it uh, or grind it. Drink then, it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> then lay it out like like, uh, like you would be paper making. So I've been mm-hmm. experimenting with paper making and create a sheet of paper. And I've done it. And for all it is, it is uh, light sensitive still. So you can leave it out in the sun and it changes colour. But it hmm. is a bit bitty here and there. It's not perfect. I think with a lot of practice, it could be a way of actually recycling old paper. You know what you need <laughs> to
1: do, Sam? It's just like and then you got just like cut it into like the thinnest strips you can and then just lay it all next to each other and then you get one fresh sheet. We put, I, did, I know be, this is a great idea. I'm actually well, I'm completely on board with this now.
2: Well, yeah, you can have a go. <laughs> I have I have lots of maybe 100 or 2 200 150 maybe uh 8 by 10 with just circles uh cut out uh yeah so that's why there's nine exposures i I
0: have some questions about this stuff actually because i can read you know looking at the kickstarter page and things like that i can read some stuff that i do understand things like it says you know the aperture is f90 okay so it's quite small field of view approximately 120 degrees okay so that's good you can sort of you you can it's quite quite wide yeah Uh good, good wide um uh but you can sort of you, you can see 120 degrees so you can see position you could have a look guess roughly how what, what sort of field of view it's going to uh to, to capture so that's good um the the, the beyond that i that my my technical knowledge of these things is very poor so so the the solar can classic yeah was designed to have exposure times in the months right mm-hmm. uh, but this one is a day so are you using more sensitive paper is that how that works
2: no no the answer is far more simpler uh the solar classic uh you could do it for a single day a single sunny day but then you're taking the whole thing apart and you're removing it and there is an element where it feels slightly wasteful it does feel right. wasteful the, the, the what a longer exposure could uh that, that it's designed for uh the classic is just It's meant to be installed on a lamppost or a drain pipe and left on the side of your house for several months uh so you can do a science experiment and then take it down and really get an idea of how the sun goes up and how the sun goes down and that's really an introduction to solography to most people uh people who understand what solography is uh to to any degree really can do something that's very quick to take apart and then put back together again with another exposure in. So once you've tried one shot, you think, ah, I didn't like that composition, just gonna adjust it slightly. i try another one and you start to understand how it works very, very quickly, certainly within nine exposures. There is the added element where the pinhole is slightly closer to the photographic paper inside as well. So it would, uh, it's slightly more effective in regards there. I think the, the classic uh, is, f132 uh whereas the puck would be f90 and these are maximum uh apertures uh because obviously it changes uh because the 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 classic is cylindrical so right it it, it,
0: so so the film the film plane as it or the paper plane as it were is not equidistant from the hole
2: uh you said it you took the words out of my mouth. No, <laughs> you said it better than I could ever say it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, I thought you were
0: just going to go so when you said when you said a minute ago. It's a lot simpler than that. I just thought you could say the hole is bigger, more light
2: gets in. <laughs> no, it's the same size hole, zero point five millimeter uh, hole on both of them. So, and yet
0: magically, fine. it manages to be f ninety rather
2: than f one thirty. Yes. Well. Yeah. The the. It, the uh, the back is closer
0: to the the, the yeah yeah the it's the focal distance that's changing to change the aperture number not the not 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 the pinhole yes it's yes it's not the pinhole size yeah no gotcha okay so so okay so that that yeah so it, it it was always feasible but somewhat yeah but but not what the original classic was was designed for and this no, has been designed no. specifically with this in mind because it's reusable you get multiple exposures with it and uh, yeah. and yeah brilliant
2: it feels like the last five years we've uh been explaining to the world how solography works how simple it is how how easy it is to get your head head around and uh, and play and have fun and learn about all the things that comes with that astronomy and photography and optics etc And now we've reached a position where we are really confident that there's a community out there in the world that wants to play more with this idea of image making uh, without any chemical processing after it, Uh, which is as simple as it is. As you saw, uh, Graham, at the show, I could open it up. In light, mm-hmm. didn't have to be necessarily a red room or a dark room, and you could see the image was there. It was straight on the mm-hmm. back of the kiln, which is the building that it I was. I was going to, I was to ask do.
0: about some of that stuff. So, um, no, no, no chemistry, no chemicals involved. So, so there's no fixing of the image that's required following no. the exposure.
2: No, no. Uh, if you like, the fixing is the photograph you take with your phone or your scanner. Uh, so, the digital image that would be. The fixing in this case, you can do some chemical fixing, uh, which I guess your listeners would be interested in, and uh, that would involve some uh, some very diluted dev and fix and wash uh, to work with. We've got some experiments actually that uh, Gemma's away this week, but uh, she's given me a, a spreadsheet of experiments that she's done specifically for the paper that's going in the puck. Ah, interesting to do that, but the. the we don't want to force that home to be because we think that takes away the ease of what uh oh yeah been. absolutely yeah. yes yeah,
0: yeah because absolutely. i mean you i just just by looking at the images you've got on the kickstarter page itself i mean there's some yeah the the, the really interesting aesthetically awesome uh, uh you know I- images that you've got there um so yeah uh, uh it's fantastic so so you literally just take it out of the of the puck then and then take a snap with your mobile phone or a camera or however you want to capture it for posterity yeah
2: yeah and invert it so yeah yeah you I mean, invert the colors Yeah,
1: yeah that's the thing that where a lot of the the beauty of it comes through is is when that inversion is made and also when people start to get you know tweak the settings because there's no right or wrong with these things in terms of how the colors look so make it look how you want to look and as I said earlier, we've been seeing this through the Solar Can stuff for years now. Just beautiful, beautiful pictures where people have really thought about what's in the foreground, what's going to make up there, and then you've got these incredible um, layers of arcs over the top of where the sun's traveling. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. And yeah, the, the the actual negative itself is just the as is always the case, the raw image to start working on. And if and the reason that taking the picture is so important is because they will just fade even if you keep them in the dark they will slowly just fade won't they so mm-hmm. um I, you know i yeah. guess if you really want to keep them perfect then some way of fixing them would be ideal but it seems kind of i don't know counterproductive with what they are I think it's nice to just...
2: well yeah it's counter to the idea of what so yeah. can is to to keep it just really simple you can do it uh it the the best examples we've got you can't keep the image identical Mm -hmm. Uh, a bit like when you're when you fix a wet plate for example you're seeing a wet plate it it suddenly starts bleaching Mm -hmm. ever so slightly the highlights come up etc the same sort of thing happens when you are uh, fixing a solar graph image but we don't want to confuse the second we start mentioning chemicals uh to people who are brand new to this sort of thing or this this type of thing we're making it more complicated Mm -hmm. and uh we want to still be the gateway into the film photography world. We want them to, th- them to ask, hey, can I chemically fix this? I heard you can chemically fix film photographs. Okay, so here we go. Send them off to Analog Wonderland or, <laughs> yeah. or, 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 or you know, really, really get them in, in that film journey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you know, I think uh yeah, I'm with Graham that the 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 one day thing, the 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 lack of patience required is <laughs> definitely uh definitely a winner for me. Um I'm not possessed of a huge amount of patience. the other thing is is you can use them, as you said yourself, you can use them when you're traveling on holiday. You know, you, know, mm-hmm. you could if you go away for a weekend, you can actually take or you know, make some solographs.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's whereas... really nice and it's small. You could just put it in your pocket or uh, you don't have to worry about something that's really large Like, because it comes in the big tube, the classic. It's much smaller uh, uh, and it's so easy to just put up or leave on the windowsill or, mm. or pop in some rocks in wherever you are. And people typically go on holiday where it's sunny, which is really useful with a, a solography camera. And yeah, it, it's a... a I promise you it's so addictive like yeah. oh um, I, I had taken it for granted the whole single day thing until i saw it for myself
1: yeah
0: no i think i think it's brilliant and it enables so much more i mean i uh, uh at least you know to, to my you know in Ill- 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 informed brain and um, i see it yeah on the kickstarter you have the classroom pack mm. you know which which yeah, uh, you know, I can imagine uh, you know having children of a, the right age for this sort of thing I could imagine them going and doing a yeah you know, it's part science part art isn't it as a school activity um you know to take these things you could give out you know one to each child in the class they could do it for a day or whatever or take it home for the weekend or something like that and and make their own telegraphs, come back and that'd be part of their 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 school curriculum and they could all have one like that and which which would give, a much quicker feedback loop than doing the same exercise with with the classic, I guess.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're very, very right. Thanks for bringing that up. The uh, I've I've run lots of workshops where I I'd go to a school or a college and we'd I take all the machinery and we'd all have a whole room and we'd build solar can classics. We'd build them. I'd have special labels for them, and they would make them. But then the result, they wouldn't see the result for months. And mm. that doesn't always fit in with how school... ...result. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might see it as a failure. They still capture a result in that, and they can read back through that result at the end of it, and uh, um, and write some. I've lost the words (laughs) that they could. So so that's
0: that's that's a really good example, actually, because what you're describing there is essentially the scientific method, isn't it? Where you know any result is a success, right? You may you may not prove your hypothesis in the scientific experiment, but yeah, but you get a result and you can learn from that. And then, you know uh, there's also then there's the art side of it as well. It's actually the image making itself, which I think could be a really powerful part of it? Um, You've you got like something here that would really support a uh, cross-curriculum kind of educational activity, which I think is awesome. Yeah,
2: thank you. Yeah, and uh, it does
1: also it it does really nicely circumvent that problem that I personally have had with um, doing a six-month long or however many months I was before I got bored waiting. Um, but it was, you know, it's a long exposure. And um, and then you go to take it down and realise that, oh, it got knocked. Or, or I think in my case when I was doing it, I think a sheep had nibbled it or something. Anyway, I was like, ah, oh, crud, this is, hasn't worked the way I wanted. Or even, like, you want to do something awesome, and you think, I think this is going to be great, but I'm not sure. You could use a solar can puck like a polaroid of quite a slow polaroid but like to test out the theory go yes this works this attached to here would look great and then do your six months one and um know it's going to be awesome
2: absolutely <laughs> that is exactly how i'd, I'd wish That's it to be used uh, yeah um, that
0: is that is a good point uh it is a really good part um i have another question which is about the again it's a sort of part engineering part art question so i noticed that in the images that you have on the kickstarter uh the horizon is not in the middle of the image and then i look at the pictures of the puck and i notice that the hole is not in the middle of the puck my my my, (laughs) apply my rudimentary knowledge of how cameras work um uh that clearly is a design feature so uh is it roughly on a third so you put the you put the hole at the top third as you as you as as it's branded and then the
2: the horizon appears on the bottom third of the paper is that what is that what you're doing there absolutely and the reason for that is because it's about capturing the sun's path it's not about capturing the entire scene (laughs) uh so it, you want more sky in your
0: image, right? So
2: Always want more sky or something that's going into the sky uh, because that's that's what's important here rather than uh, uh, A traditional pinhole that that wants to capture a particular scene um, uh, In the traditional way uh, We want to be following the sun's path, etc. And that's what's really interesting. That's why the pinhole is higher for years people have been saying uh with the same idea of you you uh the summer solstice when the summer solstice comes along when the sun is really high my sun gets cropped off the top of the uh, soda can the idea there is a learning experience for the user to say well now you know you understand how the optics works you understand it's because the pinhole's in the middle and it's reaching well why can't you have a pinhole at the higher place except you wouldn't learn it.
1: otherwise you wouldn't have learned that well, lesson <laughs> idiot yeah yeah <laughs>
2: no, 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 the, the soda can sells worldwide like it, it sells further north it sells further south and uh putting it in any one particular position is uh would immediately cancel out anyone it up yeah anyone that w- would want to have it horizontal uh, they wouldn't be able to do it so it's to give the user that choice and that's all part of the learning experience mm. uh so when people ask uh, uh and solutions we've seen is people tilt it back or they yeah. turn it on its side or or they they do other things or they face east or west instead of looking for the summer horizon but uh
0: and again ease of use with the park right you can just you can mount it vertically knowing that actually your horizon will be on the on the lower third and therefore you'll get plenty of sky
2: yeah yeah uh with our tests the ones in the middle and the ones at the top there uh, were much nicer where it is just more aesthetically pleasing mm. and uh it did a better job of what the soda can is meant to do which is the sun's path it's not It's got called, called ground can <laughs> what a great name that would have been though yeah missed opportunity there agree. but if if i
0: put if i just mount my puck upside down can it take a shot at the ground
2: yes it could make sure you've got a very re- reflective ground actually that's a good so uh so you, you've reminded me thank you the beta puck testers from november december time uh so a few hundred went out and uh we started following up with them and we were offering them th- free refills if they could share their share their results with us so uh what they've done and their experiences how, how we could do things better etc because it's very different to the one we have now and uh one photographer pauline woodley i think i've pronounced that n- name right perhaps some people know her had just done a lovely two-day exposure and one day did one one day exposure and then she just turned it upside down did another day exposure and it was a very very beautiful double exposure soda can and oh, it, was, nice. it was like oh that is a ridiculously simple that can go in the tips and tricks page in the soda can manual yeah <laughs> a bit later on but it was nice to see all the results we got back new new york side uh, skylines uh as you alluded to er- earlier all sorts of different processing techniques so all different colors that's always always blown me away. Uh, because every time I do a solar can image, it's the same color. But but everyone's got different cameras, they've got different scanners, they've got different software, they invert different ways, and it all produces different colors. Uh, So that's why you see so many different colors uh, in all the different results that you have interesting, interesting.
1: I, interesting. When, when I was looking not touching obviously because I, I know it's made out of metal because I'm not an idiot um, <laughs> I'm not one of those idiots who don't know why the top's being chopped off their thing um, uh, one of the things that I was quite taken by uh, I read a simple thing but I'm a simple person is just the little fixings on the back so you were telling me Sam that you include just like these little stick on things that go on the back of the t- of the um, puck so yeah. you can yeah. zip tie it onto whatever you want to and um, I think – I'm guessing that the puck itself isn't magnetic because it's made of um, aluminium.
2: Yes, aluminium, yes, so it's, it's not magnetic. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So you've got these little zip ties. But I, another big plus uh, for me, and another one where well, it's not it's not looking to do the same job as the Classic, but it has advantages, is that because of its size, you can stick this thing anywhere. I mean, you were saying about going on holiday, but like, just imagine going to the beach for the day and just going, okay, well, we've got a – um. A deck chair or a, a parasol or something like that, or something, or I'm sat next to a railing. And just stick it there because they're they're small, they're discreet. No one's going to be pay any attention to it. Um, and you know, or, or just like, okay, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm a, I'm a biker. Okay, I'll just I'm going somewhere for the day. I'm gonna park up the bike and just pss, 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 attach it to the handlebars. There you go. That's that job done. Um, the flexibility uh, that comes with this. I I think the thing that is just overwhelming. With this is the opportunity for really experimenting with the art form, so that it it can become you know it's still a science experiment in a way, but the opportunity for experimenting and doing stuff like you said about that lady who just inverted the, the um, puck and then did it That's going to be so much more appealing, I think. When I see some really really cool stuff done, I I, I want to see somebody doing like a panorama where they just get a pipe or something, a mount, three or four of them just going around and just get like a nice panorama all stitched together of all these little circles of the sun's rays. There's just so many things you could do with it and not have to wait six months to find out how badly you failed, if you may.
2: Yeah. One of the uh uh experiments that I want people to do is if you won't see this on the Kickstarter unless you pledge, but if you pledge it offers you add-ons and one of the add-ons is a 52 exposure pack. So you get 52, which is a obvious number, 52 weeks in a year. Uh, So you can do one exposure per week. And I'd like to see an experiment where someone leaves a puck in one single place and just replaces the paper Mm -hmm. uh, every week to see the sun moving up and moving down. Uh, They they to do a time lapse. So I'd, I'd really like to see that. And I kind of regret doing that because it, pretty much everyone who backs it backs that 52 exposure uh pack as well and i made it incredibly inexpensive and (laughs) you will have i'll tell you uh so far the little circles that the 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 blanks the Mm -hmm. puck blanks uh i have got twenty-five thousand to cut so are you
1: are you doing this by hand sam (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> good question and this is a really fun answer for people who are interested in making so uh we we did all the tests and all the original ones uh with a laser cutter so Ooh. yeah with a laser cutter so hmm, laser laser is light and you mm-hmm. use it on mm-hmm. photographic paper those two things don't add <laughs> if you look at all the uh examples that we've shared so far you'll see there's a, a purple uh, uh fringing around the edge. <laughs> <laughs> that's the laser. That's the laser. That's the company. laser.
1: That's the laser. Deliberately attractive vignetting. No, I no.
0: How do you get a chromatic aberration on a <laughs> on a lensless camera? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah. So that's that. That's where it comes from. It's the laser on the edge. Uh, so I can't. That's cool, uh, That's cool. It, it, I, I think it looks cool, but I can't do a hundred thousand in a laser uh, because it takes a long time to just do nine. It takes a few minutes to do nine. uh So we've had to come up with a. A new technique uh, which anyone in the paper industry would tell you is did uh, is die cutting so that's essentially a hole punch mm. but much larger mm. and using three phase electricity and uh, a form uh, which punches out the paper etc hard work not just expensive but a bit outdated and uh, could be messy could be very messy you'd have to also do this in a room that's light Proof, so away from the sunlight away from any windows etc but thankfully there is a fairly recent and new technology called digital die cutting and I found a firm that has a digital die cutter a very large one that could do uh, 20 by 24 inch uh, sheets of photographic paper in the dark uh, and they are prepared to cut out a hundred thousand for me and uh, um, that's how we're we're doing that cut which is what well, I'm really excited about it because it's not been done before. If you want photographic paper, it gets cut into squares or rectangles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. ne- it's never been cut into different shapes, uh, so we feel like there's uh, some kind of first coming along there. Uh, Hamish keeps telling me I should use scissors. Stop telling me that joke, Hamish. It's not funny.
1: <laughs> I was just thinking you need a really big hole punch. Just get a really big hole punch, and then just open the and you get the joy of opening the plastic sitting at the bottom, and all the circles fall out
2: perfect yes no no it would be it, this is the quickest way it can be done uh takes about four minutes to do 50 or so uh so it'll take a good week uh to to get them all cut out but i uh, that was the uh from a maker's point of view that was an unexpected and delightful solution that took quite a while to to accomplish mm. because I just thought oh, I'd just buy a bigger laser cutter and do lots of laser cutting but then I was not prepared for how many people would be ordering additional sheets. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's an important thing to know If you are backing this, oh, two, two, like, two important things. One, like get on it right now, because as has been mentioned, <laughs> the clock is very much counting down. Two, make sure you take up the 52 weeks off of just just to annoy Sam. <laughs> just to really, really dig the knife in there. Um, I'm intrigued, Sam, because with the Can Classic, like the starting point for that, fairly obvious you, you've got a beer can shaped thing probably a beer can that you then start experimenting from and taking it forward from there um and you said that you've done a lot, a lot of iterating with the puck and so on but what 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 was it you were using as a stand-in to begin with or were you just i, I that's the bit i'm struggling with a bit because I, I can't think of any puck shaped things that I have floating around at all in my house or my life. Was this a thing you had to make yourself and then start experimenting or, or were there analogs around you like, well, let's give this a go. Let's give that a go.
2: Well, you can, you, you'll find around your house, all sorts of different tins, etc., mm. things like that. So you can find circular shaped ones, hexagon shaped ones and round ones. And the difference with this was instead of curving the paper around, it was using the base of the paper and the shape of that to, to use it. And, the size just seemed handy it fits into the palm of your hand nicely you mentioned the boot polish ones they don't quite fit into your no. hand nicely they're a little bit too big uh but these ones uh these ones do and uh i think it stuck when the name puck came mm-hmm. while i was driving along i was like i can't launch this without a decent name uh, uh it needs to travel and it's from a marketing point of view, it's been very effective. It's been the most effective thing I've thought of since I thought of the word solar can, which really did become the hoover of beer can, pinhole, solography mm. cameras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's really lovely to see people saying they're building a solar can now, which is a, a delightful thing to see people yeah. uh, trying it out.
1: Before we started recording... Oh, we were talking about the when and, and you said kind of, like, this is, you, you feel a bit like this is your last big thing, because you're quite overdramatic."
2: dramatic um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not dramatic.
1: <laughs> but I, I suppose I can see kind of, like, in terms of the idea of solography between the Solokan Classic and the Park, um, they're both covering dis- different aspects of that capture. Do you... Do you think there's other things within that field that you will be exploring, or are you as you think ahead because you are you are a creative, you're an inventor, you are incapable of sitting still for more than five minutes you want to do more stuff do you think your your attention is going to be drawn elsewhere now and and do you think it'll be more? more of those places where science and well i mean obviously science and photography always go hand in hand but more of the practical ways where people can explore that or or are you just getting past this hurdle first
2: i i am i have been very good with i think the the proof is in uh what i've done with the original classic i i haven't changed it Mm -hmm. i've been really strong with keeping it and any design changes have been uh not front and center they've been maybe internal or just improving the product overall maybe adding the manual Mm. uh or or, or putting words on the cable ties etc those sort of things uh and despite everyone's efforts saying you should try this you should do this you should etc i was very very convinced that what we had uh was succinct with the goal which Mm. i wanted people to have which was having a really nice experience when they opened it up and learned something instantly uh so i think i think i can concentrate on the puck now wh- when i say it's the last big thing is i mean that in a sense whereas i'm now in a position where i've always had this idea where soda can would go in a direction and we've just taken a massive turning. And this this is something that was not part of that idea. So it's very exciting. I don't know what the next year is going to hold. I I, I I feel reasonably confident the community are going to go crazy for it and really love it and produce loads of things. But this is a different beast altogether, whereas it's reusable. Uh, and uh, it, it, I, I don't know how stores will pick it up or uh, if it would... Uh, translate well into uh, a retail environment, etc., and things like that. So all these things I've got to learn all over again, which I did with Soda Can five years ago or four years ago. And so when I say it's the last big thing, it just means I don't know what happens. It's a scary, mm-hmm. a scary point from the 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 moment the last Kickstarter pledge gets delivered. I don't know if there's going to be another sale the day after that i really really hope there will be i hope christmas comes along and everyone goes oh yeah it's a great christmas present i miss the kickstarter i really hope that would happen but it's not an established product like the classic is uh so i am very very sure that i will i will not let my mind wander any more than it has to yeah although while i'm saying that (sighs) (laughs) so gemma Gemma came on board uh, last September, I think, or October. Yeah, end of October, she came on board full-time. I've had lots of part-time employees over the last year or so who help build and ship, et cetera. She came on full-time uh, with the intention to really become the manager, like the workshop manager, deal with all the sales, all the builds, all that sort of thing. So I could step away and... I guess this is where the puck has come from. So maybe because I've had that freedom to do that because of Gemma's been around, uh, uh, I've been able to develop something brand new, which is is the puck. So I might still have time to develop it, Mm -hmm. but I think I'm more excited at this point in time in what the community is gonna start sharing us. Uh, I'll be interested in the first six months, uh, how Christmas goes, and uh, what sort of creative ways people could be using it. I think you just your conversation with you two tonight, you've mentioned a couple of different things that I've not even really I think you know, it's I think it's, it's, I really, think it's
0: really interesting because I think your your addressable market with this product, right? It is so much bigger, potentially. Graham's laughing at me now because I always bring business language into this thing. <laughs> but, but addressable people
1: market. Have, oh, people have to make a
0: living, Graham. That's the way that's the way the <laughs> world works, right? But the thing that, okay, right, let's say the, the, you have with this product can be attractive to a far wider audience, I think. So, I mean, you're already, you've got the the classroom pack anyway. No, that's clearly an obvious thing is, it's it's that, because it's that much more accessible to to get outcomes from it, to get results from it. It it could be attractive to more people. But I think there's a whole bunch of people out there who, who might, might not find the whole many months thing attractive that you know the, that would find a one day exposure perfectly acts perfectly accessible and 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 within their yeah you know, within their ability to uh to to focus on um and i think yeah you know, that it's it's that that i think is um it, is something that will make it a, have it have a far broader appeal so i i would i would be quite confident actually that There will be many more sales after the kickstarter ship um because i think it's it 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 broadens the community that yeah the audience for it i think because of the nature of the product
1: so
2: yeah yeah. so i i think the holiday the the vacation thing you mentioned earlier uh, I, i would like to see if there's any like feedback on that if that happens uh if I start maybe seeing social media tweets or Instagram posts where people say oh, I'm going away for a week and I'm taking the puck with me, and I'll be like, "Wow, you're using it how I used it," and and that was the the most effective fun way I've I, I've used it. So you're having a bit of downtime and you can just pop it up and you suddenly realise how you know you, you've you've left it on a shelf until that moment, and then suddenly you started using it because you're in a nice sunny environment and let's be fair in Britain it's not sunny every single day Uh, there is a bit of Sun Uh, but I yeah I'd like to see what the end user looks like I guess Mm. (laughs) and and what sort of person uh, has fun uh, fun with it there's an idea that you're meant to understand holography to some point but you don't have to it can be a brand new your very first holography camera of course it can
0: Uh, just need to look at the weather forecast don't you so if you look at your weather forecast you go okay it's sunny tomorrow right i'm going to go out tonight because i don't want to get because bearing in mind that we're recording this mid-may right the sun gets up a lot earlier than i do at the moment so uh you know i would i could imagine going out and you know thinking looking at my phone and on the weather forecast and saying okay weather forecast for tomorrow says it's going to be sunny all day right i'm going to go put the puck out tonight uh, and then and then i will go and collect it either tomorrow night or it or the day after tomorrow even but right, yeah you know, uh and uh and so, so there you go there's a whole day and and that that gives it you know a fantastic exposure at that point
2: yeah and you look at it and you think oh wow yeah. <laughs> it worked yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's, or i could you, you and you'll pick something up at the same time you'll see how the sun moves through the sky in that part of the sky where you faced it whether it's south or east or west north even you can yeah. so, so i've had some of the uh, beta users uh facing it north and they've captured an image with no sun yeah at all right. no sun but they have genuinely captured an image there's enough light in the sky on a sunny day to capture the the silhouette of the scene that's uh mm-hmm. nice yeah that's a uh,
1: I think the one thing you can be sure of is that um, there is no way you can have any idea what people are going to do with it when you've got it. I think the, the mm-hmm. whatever you can think of, somebody else is going to... A, a lot of other people are going to think of far crazier things. I mean, ultimately, it's a pinhole in your pocket. Like it's Yes, it's a fantastic set, but it's also just a, like a tiny little pinhole in your pocket, which is just fun straight out of the gate. I mean, the i think these are gonna end up doing lots of really awesome stuff um
2: yeah you you brought up earlier uh which as important as the single day exposure is the unobtrusiveness of it Mm. you put up the classic anywhere you put it up anywhere it gets noticed and it doesn't look like it's meant to be there Mm -hmm. because it's quite large it's shiny and it looks like a drink so a drink on the side of a telephone pole it just does that you think that's not there but uh i've been using the term street furniture a lot and the puck looks like part of street Mm -hmm. furniture so if you put it on a street sign or a lamppost or something it looks like something you shouldn't fiddle with it looks like someone important has put that there because of the shape of it and the color of it and the way it's positioned etc it doesn't feel like something you should be taking down and that lends itself to being able to be Positioned, and I'm not encouraging uh, uh, putting it somewhere you're not allowed. Uh, I am. It, 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 it it, <laughs> I think there's
0: it. definitely there's definitely a customization market for this because this is a reusable device. Yeah, this is it. So I, I reckon there's custom models that you could you could do, like the band, right? I'd like one that says biohazard on it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: huh? Okay. Yeah.
0: Or electric be, beware. Yeah, uh, you know, electric shock
2: that's really good that's so you
0: could fun. have like so you could have because the, the, the thing is it's, this is the accessibility right so it doesn't need to be sold to serious people does it who are serious right. about their solography. and i know you've never been you've never promoted it as just a serious thing obviously it has you know serious potential but you've always promoted it to be a fun thing But but you know why not have a yeah one that says biohazard on it.
2: That's really really fun. If if you if you scroll down far enough, uh, like every Kickstarter does, there is a special one right at the end, which seems fairly expensive, etc. And a couple of people have have backed that. And one of the options. is a, se- a secret surprise gift. A se- secret I saw surprise. That. Yeah, yeah. Ah, what yeah, is yeah. that? What is that? That might be something. Well, you probably out. shouldn't
0: tell us because yeah. then it would neither be a secret nor a surprise. <laughs> yeah. I, think it's,
1: I think it's a book of Sam's poetry. <laughs> Don't, be <laughs> Don't be tempted.
0: Don't be tempted. You know, it's amazing the number of people we get. Greg, bear me out on this one. Right? It's amazing the number of people we talk to on our podcast. Well, I- who, who really want to tell us their secret things? And it's like,
2: no, don't tell us because it wouldn't be a secret. Oh, Aid, you and I, I are in such you. disagreement,
1: <laughs> though. That I, always I, people, I resent people having secrets, but I will allow it, Sam, as it's on your Kickstarter as a secret surprise. We don't want to spoil that. But it,
2: it, it, in five days, I can tell you, yeah. but I can't tell
1: you. Okay. I can't tell you. Is At now, best, it's Sam's poetry. Made. At worst, it's saucy pictures of Sam <laughs> in lingerie. <laughs>
2: Not enough, there's not enough pledging. The sign that says biohazard, yeah, <laughs> that is really, really fun. And now you've got my brain ticking away. I love that idea.
1: I think, I think we ought to. So, uh, um, the Kickstarter ends in five days. When are you hoping to start shipping these things?
2: Okay, uh, we've stated July, so oh, not far away then, yes, yeah, so not far away. July, uh, although. I have got everything ready apart from the retail boxes. Everything ready apart from the packaging. Now I haven't promised any particular type of packaging. I could just wrap them in bubble wrap and mm-hmm. stick them in a box. But that's not that's not me. I don't want people to receive that sort of thing. I want them to receive something that's been taken a lot of care of, etc. So everything yeah, the, the packaging
0: it, on the the packaging on the classics is really nice and you mm-hmm. put a lot of effort into that.
2: Yeah, I want to keep that. That sort of idea, where we really do care about how it's received. Uh, uh, I, I want people to receive the uh, and not want to throw the box away. <laughs> I, I want them to care for it. That that's my my, my idea. So I've said,
0: over over the years, I've said a lot of stuff about lamography products on this podcast. But one thing you can always say about them is their their packaging, their product packaging is good, and and the bits and bobs you get in the box and the little books of photos and stuff like that are always a joy.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah saying their yeah. cameras are such crap you say that i don't need to say, it, said so, <laughs> need to
0: say it. i've said it often enough on this show so, so, so but it, it it but i think you know uh and yeah you know, i have uh, i have bought solo the classics in the past and uh you know, enjoyed the packaging that's part mm. of the
2: experience yeah hope you enjoyed the classic as well <laughs> oh yeah yes sorry uh, yes yes of course <laughs> we're, we're very proud of the manual the manual uh, uh, we're, we're on volume 8 at the moment so every six months we replace replaced that manual and we wrote a new forward at the beginning we've adjusted bits and pieces there and put new community images so that's been really wonderful uh, to do so we've got more than that we've got about t- 10 or 11 different manuals that we've made and there'll be a brand new one for the puck which will be a different size mm-hmm. square instead of a rectangle one uh yeah it i think the manual sort of is the gives the full package so rather than just the retail thing which looked the pretty box you've got this 16 page manual for something that only needs half a page in explanation because yeah. it really goes into detail with things
1: I, I think Sam I think when when this um gets out in July hopefully and when it's out there I think we should have a I, I'm I'm throwing this idea of a competition forward I think we should have a competition for because last week um, when we spoke to Stig he was talking about people um reading reading the books in unexpected places that was it wasn't it I think something like that mm-hmm. and I think there should be a competition for a solar can puck in the most unexpected place. Um uh, uh I think that would be great. I, I'm I'm already putting a vote in I want somebody I want somebody to somehow attach a stolen camp up to a police horse's leg. <laughs> I'm sure that'd be fun. <laughs> I was wondering
0: what would happen if you took one to either the north or south poles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what image would you get? And I'm and I was just thinking it's land. probably just going to be like a flat horizontal line of the sun, isn't it? In, if you took it to the pole in the summer for that pole. If you took it well, to the pole in the winter for that pole, you'd get bugger all.
2: There, there, there is an answer to it because someone's taken up to the Arctic Circle and someone's taken one to the Antarctic. So oh, it, okay. it, they, are, they are similar. The sun just doesn't rise as high. Or, uh, one person took one up to the Arctic and faced it north, and it's basically a flat line. As it right is, that okay. doesn't really change much at all uh because it's it's so low along the horizon uh mm-hmm. not saying the sun travels in a flat line but it doesn't rise very high and and, and sets uh and the one from the antarctic blew me away absolutely the, uh, the best email i've ever received in my life uh hi i thought you'd like to see this this picture i took a couple of solar can with me to the british antarctic uh, antarctica survey and boom just a beautiful image to see it's been captured all the way down there so it's like have you have you uh, unwittingly then have you
0: unwittingly disproven the flat or proven the flat earth theory
2: yeah Well, I was going to say we've turned Earth into a soda can sandwich uh, because we've got had, uh, at one point there was one on the top of the Earth and one on the bottom of the Earth. Uh, <laughs>
0: cool. Yeah. Very well travelled.
1: Yeah. Well there yeah. you go. Yeah. I, w- I want listeners to start thinking about this. I want I want the best, most unusual place that a solar cam puck can be put. And then an Im- I don't you know, you need to maybe be able to make an image with it as well, so don't just shove it up your butt and say da-da, because that's not gonna win. I mean unless you point your butt at the sun, then I stay very still for a whole day. If you want to do that, <laughs> listen, you do you. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head for it?
2: <laughs> both of us say you're head doing head. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, I think it's a great idea for competition uh, I think we should do it <laughs> I can't see any possible flaws in this plan
0: <laughs> Okay So uh which is which, which topic of conversation is a good indicator
2: that <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that we, we we should start to round off this conversation and um, yeah, uh, Kickstarter. As we said, as we record this, five days left to go. We're going to get this one out pretty quickly, so we can catch the yes, end of the...
1: yeah, absolutely. But even so, there will be probably four days, three, three and a half, four days left. So if you're hearing this and this sounds appealing, then just get on it straight away. Um, this is. This is a really cool thing. And I, it's a bit like the difference between buying a box of really fancy film and a box of HP5 is that with this, you go, oh, I, I have nine exposures. I'm just going to have a go with it. I'm just going to use it as opposed to the solar can and be like, I have to find the perfect place. I have to make sure it's just right. And then as you just, it ends up not getting used. So this is, yeah, this is going to be great. Do you know what?
0: Actually, the to to the pledge requested for one solar can puck is actually less than the price of a single roll of fancy films
1: yeah there
0: you go so the prices of film sadly have have gone way up like way up um the 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 cheaper the cheaper um film the cheaper emulsions, uh yeah your everyday ones as it were uh are, are Rarely available at the moment in color, anyway, at least. Yeah. Um, and uh, and therefore, you're left with the most more expensive ones, which have gone up considerably in price. So,
2: gone are the days of pound land, eh? Uh,
0: I've I've so I found two or three rolls of pound land film in my freezer the other day,
2: Kodak Plus, color plus.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, so um, uh, yeah, so so uh, you, you're very right there, Graham, in in how you described that. It. It's uh yeah, but, thank you. And, yeah and, and good even good better
2: good,
0: yeah. yeah cool okay so let's see let's remind everybody so yeah we, we talked about this a lot it is on kickstarter.com of course is what we've been talking about I think everybody knows how to find Kickstarter and you search for the solar can puck yeah and that will take you to the page where yeah. you can read or read and watch all about it um and uh, see the questions and answers in the comments page and uh, if you should choose to um bye A whole box load of them, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like the 365 project pack, please. Is that right? Yeah,
2: go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, 365. Good grief. Well, the the reason we do 52 and not 365 because it did go through my head was because I, I was thinking of some places don't have sun every single day, but you at least get some sun over a week.
1: Mm-hmm. so yeah. people people yeah, yeah. hold
2: it in place for a week then uh, they can do their 52 week uh time lapse and i i highly expect a few of those to appear and i think they could be really magical if done right
0: i i i think that could be cool yeah because yeah, I mean, clearly, yeah, uh, I have and certainly many of our listeners will have a mental image of, of what a long exposure looks like and the, and the different curves that you get of, of the sun trajectory. And I always find that fascinating how much it varies throughout the course of uh, an exposure, be that six months or a year um, yeah, uh, from the very flat to the very bell shaped curve. Uh, so I always find that fascinating um, to be able to see that in, in motion would be really quite intriguing i think
2: yeah, yeah, yeah it's been done once before with the uh the classic uh but
0: oh has it i didn't i don't think i ever saw that that's
2: Yeah, solarcan.co.uk forward slash matrix if you would oh. like to if you'd like to see it yeah, it, it ended up in apod, an astronomy astronomy photo of the day it's my it was like that was like a a bucket list thing for me getting it do you know what an apod is no Uh, other than you just
0: said it's astronomy photo of the day i i I don't know what it is
2: it's it's been around since the dawn of the internet as a a very prestigious thing for astrophotographers to uh Ah, to to appear on and uh yeah uh, i did a six month time lapse with the classic but it was hard work i mean I, i had to install 27 solar can next to each other take one down a week in a public place and it was a mess <laughs> it, uh, it would be so much easier with a puck just a single puck because it's you could just open it up and close it back up where it's in situation. very interesting yeah interesting
0: and uh sorry i've gone quiet now because i'm looking at this uh matrix
2: <laughs> <that you just laughs> yeah said, never give us things to click on oh dear, oh, dear. Oh, yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, no, no, it's like you do that to us on a podcast, and Graham and (laughs) I just immediately go quiet and go... Yeah. (laughs) Like the little aliens at a Toy Story, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Look at that. That's really amazing. I like that a lot.
1: Cool. So, solacan.co.uk, obviously, is the website. Great place to go and see a lot of amazing pictures already made. Uh, The Kickstarter is let me get it because i've got it in front of me is kickstarter.com forward slash projects forward slash sam cornwell forward slash the dash solar can dash puck we'll have links to all this stuff in the show notes but you know <laughs> maybe just like typing stuff and out.
0: luckily you can search if you just google kickstarter solar can park it will yeah. find the
2: right place anyways. it certainly so. will yes yeah
0: so awesome well sam excellent um uh thank you very much for coming to talk to us it's been great to catch up it's been great to talk in a bit more detail about the solar can park um uh, often at this point we find ourselves saying you yeah, know our fingers are crossed we're rooting for you that this kickstarter is successful um, i won't bother with that today <laughs>
2: Oh, it's really nice to have such a supportive community. It's bl- blew it me was... away on the first
0: day. So, so what I will say is, because this will last longer than the four days and when people listen to the podcast next week as well, what I will say is congratulations on a very successful Kickstarter.
1: Thank
2: you
0: very much. Uh, uh, that is fantastic. And as you say, yeah, what a great community we're part of.
2: Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay, well, uh, any any last thoughts, any pearls of wisdom you'd like to leave us with, Sam?
2: Uh, unless you're hinting at me for saying something that i've not i've forgotten i could go on for another <laughs> hour but i don't want to i don't want to uh, destroy I, your listeners wasn't wasn't, pretent- <laughs> wasn't
0: wasn't particularly fishing there although we do occasionally catch people that way but i wasn't trying but there is
2: an interesting thing with a puck you know, that is you get a different shape of the curve in this. You, you talked about the bell curve that you mm-hmm. get with the solar can classic with the puck as it moves up through the sky, it's different. So you get a, a convex curve as it's close to the horizon. As it halfway through the sky, you get a completely straight line. And as it goes further up, you get a concave curve. Oh, uh, nice. It's very, very interesting. It depends. That's if only if you're facing South, uh, but we'll talk about that in the manual when we approach it to manual. So cool. you get, you get a really different shape of curve with the sun and uh, i think that's something i will learn from the community or along with the community over the next year or so as they Excellent. produce it
0: yeah oh, that is that is a lovely nice little nugget to end on thank you very much <laughs> okay graham any any uh any notices any any uh infomercials from you
1: uh not actually there's something i keep thinking that i wanted to, to do this every week but i never actually think of it while i'm doing the show um Anybody who listens to the Sunny 16 Presents uh, feed will know... Oh, actually, there's two things on this. One, following on... I'm going I'm to put this out there because uh, this is how you get people to do stuff is you guilt them publicly. Um, when we were at the photography show, Sam said to me, I've got this great idea for a podcast. And it was Do you want to tell everybody what your great idea was that you're going to do, Sam?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm in the, on the spot, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the general idea. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I've had it a long time and it was uh, a short form... Podcast, If that's a, a term uh, where uh, a presenter would speak to a not not necessarily a famous photographer, but a famous artist or someone who works in the photography industry, perhaps a lecturer or historian or something like that. And you get them to speak about without seeing the image their favorite image or most important image that they can think of. So not necessarily uh, one of the most famous photographs in the world, but something that you might not have seen before. And I think it'd be a lovely way to describe that image uh, with words rather mm-hmm. than just seeing it through the pictures. And I think that sort of idea could be really exciting because you build up an idea of what this photograph is before you see it. And it it can turn photographs from something that's, that's just you look at it once and forget about it into something that's really, really memorable. And you've taken the love and enthusiasm from one photograph from one person and shared it with lots of people. And I think every photographer has one photograph they are desperate to talk about. That's not their own that they'd like to tell people about and could speak about Mm. all day long. Uh, but if we could fix that, I into to say ten or fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it could be a personal opinion uh, uh, combined with the the composition and how the light is formed on the image, or maybe how the image was made, etc. All the way uh, up to how other people feel about it.
1: Yeah. I think this is a fabulous idea, and I absolutely think you should do this. So I am going to be hounding you, Sam, to make this a reality. (laughs) And anybody who's listening, please also hound Sam, because I'm sure he would love that. Um, But the thing that was originally in my head when I started that sentence was, at the beginning of every one of the shows that we put out on the Sunny 16 Presents, um, we have the little uh, audio logo where somebody uh, says um, Sunny 16 Presents. And... We've got, like, five of those. And whilst I love all the people who have done them for us, we could really do with some more. And this was originally a thing that we did. We asked our um, coffee supporters to do, and some of them did, but not very many. I just want a fresh nap. So if you fancy uh, hearing your voice... Uh, the beginning of a, uh, you know, who who knows what it might be, maybe a music and photography show from Billy Sanford, because although we did recently put out a show called Finale from him, that that was a lie. There's more coming. So it's got to be
0: an encore, right? If it's music, you exactly. can do a finale. You only do the finale so you can get to the encore.
1: Exactly. Or maybe an I Dream of Cameras or uh, Quirky Cameras or, you know, a Sam's podcast when that comes. Also, we do have another one bubbling quietly away. There's something else coming. That I'm very excited about. Um, so... If you fancy doing this, what we'd like to do is just sit yourself down somewhere nice and quiet with your phone is fine to record it on and record yourself saying Sunny 16 presents. Well, that's just say it sort of three times with a bit of a gap in between so we can pick the best one and then email that to us over at Sunny 16 podcast at gmail.com and put, you know, Sunny 16 presents info or something in there. And then I'll have some fresh ones to start using. We'll um, hear some different voices. So that would be lovely. you to do that. And um I guess also just, I, I'm going to go back on something I said earlier. For safety's sake, don't don't shove a solar can park up your butt. That's going to end in tears. So You <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> can, can wrap up now.
0: <laughs> we always just go that 10 minutes too far. Every <laughs> bloody week <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you think after all these years i'd learned to spot when you were just getting to the edge of your concentration spot oh my concentration just, is like, still jump, in,
1: <laughs> j- jump
0: in wrap up the show in a nice professional orderly fashion without you uh, <laughs> without you taking it somewhere on un- inappropriate right on that note uh, <laughs> we have been the sunny 16 podcast and as always uh it has been an honor and a privilege to talk uh both with our guest and uh for everybody else out there we look forward to hearing back feedback on the solar can part we will play you out now with rachel's band rocker and you can get their album promises i should have kept on all good internet places so go search for it and get it uh that's it folks we'll be back next week goodbye bye bye,
1: bye. bye.